Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Wednesday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. And this is another COVID special uh, <laughs> because Cheryl does have COVID now. Yay! And uh, I don't anymore. Well, that's good, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, he had to give it to me though. That wasn't very kind. That's right. It's the gift that keeps on giving. Yeah, thanks a lot. So, um, thank God for the Disney Parks blog today. Why? Because there is hardly any news out there, and we've found a number of stories on the Parks blog to talk about. They might not be interesting, but we're going to talk about them. And we're even going to cover international parks today. That's how few stories there are out there. Okay. All right. So let's start off with the Parks blog. You're really selling this uh, this episode. Oh, but keep listening. <laughs> keep listening. It gets better. Auntie's Beach House is going to be reopening at Aulani. That's right. It's going to reopen on May 25th. Uh, and Auntie's Beach House is where children ages 5 to 12 go for fun and adventure. And that includes evening activities that the whole family can enjoy. Cool. So uh, they're open from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m. daily for secured children's programming. And then after that, they're open for family stuff. So they do like a daycare kind of thing. Kind of, yeah. Nice. Like they used to do at some of the uh, some of the resorts at Disney. Correct. Correct. Uh, reservations are required, uh, and they will open up on May 11th at 7 a.m. Hawaii Standard Time. Okay. Very cool. So we might uh, we might visit Alani next year. It's, Maybe. Yeah, we might. Hopefully. We're definitely going to be visiting Hawaii. Hawaii. You can set sail with Disney on their Wish inaugural uh, cruise. Um, and if you do, there's some new merchandise available. That's right. Uh, this is the first drop of Disney Wish inaugural sailing merchandise. All sorts of stuff from Pandora bracelets to shirts to Loungefly backpacks to what are those bags? Are those Dooney well, and Burke? Uh, is it? You already said Loungefly. Yeah, uh, that so is a Dooney and Burke bag. So uh, all sorts of stuff. If you want to check it out, you can go to the Disney Parks blog. Or, I believe, shopdisney.com. You can't buy them yet, can you? Uh, you can. A lot of oh. the merchandise has dropped. Oh, all right. Um, you can celebrate soulfully this summer at the Disneyland Resort with Tale of the Lion King. that's debuting on May 28th. That's right. Celebrate soulfully is an experience uh, that honors black heritage and culture. And that started in Disneyland this past February. So they have announced some new Celebrate Soulfully experiences. And as Cheryl mentioned, the first one of those is the return of Tale of the Lion King, uh, which is May 28th. Now, it's the return, even though it's debuting, because they've modified it. Um, and this is going to take place on the Fantasyland, uh, in the Fantasyland Theater uh, in Disneyland. Uh, so that is big news. Uh, this is uh, its new home, and uh, it's an all-new presentation. So it's going to be the story of the Lion King. Uh, about how a cub becomes a king, and they will tell that story through dialogue, song, dance, and percussion. Is that the theater where the Mickey's Magical Map thing used to be? Yes. Okay. People are very upset that the Magical Map is not coming back. Yeah. Um, and then on May 28th, the Troubadour Tavern will uh, have new menu items inspired by the show. Uh, in Disney California Adventure Park, beginning June 1st through July 4th, you can celebrate soulfully with uh, daily live music, music celebrating black musical genres from doo-wop to Motown. Uh, you can also feel the nostalgia of Carthay Circle and enjoy Philly Phonics, which are an a cappella vocal group who will perform snazzy, jazzy tunes from the 20s through today. Five and Dime will also sing their uh, swing 20s and 30s tunes. And then over at uh, 
The Soul of Jazz and American Adventure. Uh, that will be coming to Downtown Disney District from June 1st through July 4th. Uh, I believe this is pretty much the same uh, uh, exhibit that was in the America Pavilion right, in right. Epcot. Okay. So these are just more ways of celebrating uh, soulfully in Disneyland. Fantastic. Uh, Magic Quest is back at Disney World Resort. That's right. This will be the third installment of Disney Magic Quest, which will be on the Disney Channel beginning June 26th. Once again, the host will be uh, the show will be hosted by Yvette Nicole Brown and Zombies superstars Meg Donnelly, Pierce Joza, Kylie Russell, and Matt Cornett will compete in this quest and partake of challenges inside Epcot during the world's most magical celebration, the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World Resort. Uh, this is a race of two teams around the world as they will compete head-to-head around the neighborhoods in Epcot, including in the new Wonders of Xandar Pavilion. Oh, boy. So uh, you can catch that on the Disney Channel beginning June 26th. Okay. Um, Disney has donated $30,000 to give kids the World Village. That's right. You know where that money has come from? No, I do not. The wishing wells and water on wow. property. Wow. So every couple of years, they do uh, fish out the money Mm -hmm. uh, because people do throw coins in there. So uh, very exciting to announce that uh, Disney has uh, rolled $30,000 worth of coins (laughs) and given that to give kids the world, which is a a good cause. If that really all came from there, from like coins, that's a a lot. Well, I mean, people throw them in Small World. There's coins all over there. They must clean them out more often and then like save up the amount. Yeah. Because there's no way that's thirty thousand no. dollars at one point no. in the parks. And that is our last podcast story. Okay. I'm sorry, uh Disney blog story. That's our last podcast story. We're done. That's right. Good night, everybody. <laughs> All right. Um, so for this one, there's a new melted Darth Vader pyre helmet that's available at the Disneyland Resort. That's right. If you recall watching the latest installment of Star Wars movies, Kylo Ren had the melted Darth Vader helmet. And now you can purchase your very own melted Darth Vader helmet, which is life-size. Uh, it looks like it's been fished out of Darth Vader's funeral pyre. Mm-hmm. Uh, this will set you back $350. Um, I would like to buy it and just put it in my fireplace. That'd be funny. Like, uh, hopefully it's fire-resistant. <laughs> yeah, right. Which it probably isn't. No, it probably no, isn't. that would be too much to ask for. Uh, America Chavez has been added to select performances of Mysteries of the Mystic Arts with Doctor Strange at California Adventure. That's right. This uh, takes place in the Avengers campus in Disney's California Adventure. There are heroes that show up to help Doctor Strange during the show, uh, and they do rotate out. But now that Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness has premiered, uh, America Chavez is appearing more frequently at this time. Okay. So uh, very exciting for that. Um, Also, Thor and Gamora have uh, shown up to help Doctor Strange. So uh, I guess it all just depends what hero is not out saving the world at the time. Right, yeah. Whoever's available. That's right. Construction walls are now up around the Little Mermaid, Ariel's undersea adventure at California Adventure. That's right. This is along Paradise. Is this along Paradise Pier, isn't it? I do not remember. Hmm. It's near Paradise Pier. I do know that much. Uh, So the walls are up, but the ride remains open. Um, They don't completely surround it, which is why you can get in. Uh, So the rumor is that construction work is on the pavement and not the building because there are no scrims up. Okay, that makes sense. So I think that is our last uh, California uh, story. So let's head over to Walt Disney World. 
Uh, back to the Tron light cycle um, construction, where they are testing the ride vehicles. Uh, this is in the Magic Kingdom. That's right. We know that the push-pull testing began earlier in March. However, now uh, we're seeing light cycles high on the track oh uh, on the outside. So uh, that is good news. We know that uh, it's not usually a long time between, you know, track ride testing and uh, and soft opening yeah. and then opening. Yep. Speaking of soft opening, the Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind is undergoing its uh, previews beginning this week. Yep. Uh, a couple friends of mine have already ridden it. Some have ridden it multiple times. I'm sorry, but I'm a little annoyed about that. Uh, and uh, hearing good things about it. Hearing yeah. that it is one of the smoothest roller coasters ever, uh, and that it is it is an even better ride than Rise of the Resistance. Oh boy, it's going to be a good one. Mm-hmm. So by the time we go back, we'll have a uh, Guardians of the Galaxy and Tron probably to ride. Probably there are probably like four new rides by the time we get back. Maybe especially since it gives us COVID when we go. Right. Uh, Tony Orlando is replacing a flock of seagulls during the Garden Rocks concert series at Epcot International Flower and Garden Festival. That's right. This will be May 20th and 21st. So if you were planning on going to uh, listen to Flock of Seagulls sing I Ran, uh, you're going to have to get ready to hear Tony Orlando sing Tie a Yellow Ribbon Around the Old Oak Tree. Um, if you do have a Garden Rocks dining package book for one of those days, you will get a, an email notifying you of the change. How disappointing would it be to go see Flock of Seagulls and you get Tony Orlando? I mean, I don't know that I'm a huge fan of either, so I wouldn't be going for one of them. But okay. if I were going for someone that I really liked and then they got changed out, yes, I'd be like very Nelson? disappointed. Yes, that would be heartbreaking. Um, lighting, audio, and projection systems have been updated for Fantasmic, uh, which is due to return to Hollywood Studios. That's right. We mentioned last week that there would be a new scene replacing Pocahontas. Well, it's also been announced that there are additional technical enhancements that have been undertaken, uh, and this relates to lighting, audio, and projection systems for the show. Uh, still no date on when Fantasmic will return. Okay. Showtimes have been reduced for a celebration of Festival of the Lion King beginning on June 27th at the Animal Kingdom. That's right. Beginning June 27th at the theater in uh, the village of Harambe, a celebration of, celebration of the Festival of the Lion King will be performed four times a day instead of seven or eight. Wow. Uh, right now and until June 26th, the show is performed at 10, 11, 12, 2, 3, 4, and 5 on weekdays. Uh, and then on Saturdays, they have an additional show at 1 p.m. Um, from June 27th onwards, the show will be performed at 11, 12, 2, and 3. Wow. Uh, on January 2nd, July, I'm sorry, on July 2nd and July 3rd for Independence Day weekend, they will schedule eight performances again. Showtimes are not listed after July 9th. Uh, there's no reason for the reduction in showtimes yet, uh, but we do know that the Tumble Monkeys and Birds uh, in flight will be returning to the show. So that's really interesting because when we were there, it was sold like fully sold out. Like yes. you couldn't like it was you couldn't get in anymore. Right. Um, a few minutes before, um, I think we got in line. What maybe ten minutes before the show, mm-hmm. fifteen minutes before the show, we barely made it in. They were counting how many people, letting just a couple in at a time to see how things filled up. Correct. Um, and so to be full like that, and that was when there were eight shows, um, it seems surprising that they would limit shows. However, if they're doing this whole park reservation thing, maybe there's not a lot of people coming during that time frame. Maybe. Time will tell. 
I mean, that's the whole point of the park reservation, right? So yep. that they can have the proper um, accommodations for the people arriving. Yep. Uh, Disney's All-Star Sports Resort is um, going to have its rooms refurbished. That's right. They have been set to refurbish the rooms. Uh, there was some thought that they could get the refurbishment done during the downtime before the uh, resort reopened this past March. However, there were supply chain issues and product quality issues, so Disney decided to open the resort and then come back to the refurbishment at a later date. Um, the refurbishment is set to begin with buildings 7 and 10. Those are the football-themed uh, rooms, uh, and there is no time frame for when the re- resort refurbishment will be completed, and we don't really have a time frame as to when it will actually be started. Just eventually they're going to do it. Right. Perfect. Now, what did you think of the rooms in our resort? Yeah, we stayed at All Star Movies. So they were the updated rooms with the pull down Murphy bed. Um, they're nice. I mean, they're the same as the Pop Century rooms, really. Uh, right now, I feel like the only benefit that Pop Century has um, is maybe a better food court and, of course, the Skyliner. Right. But the rooms are the same. Okay. Yeah. Lots of new storage in the rooms. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah. There's, there's plenty of room. There's, and there's a little um, nightstand next to each of the beds, including the. Um, Including the pull-down Murphy bed. Right. So and plenty of USB ports. Yes. It's very nice. I know. I brought my little extension, not extension cord, but my little uh, like block that gives me three outlets instead of one. I didn't need it. You didn't it. need it. No. Yeah. Um, Japan is going to be easing border restrictions in June and possibly allowing for the return of the, of which will possibly allow for the return of international tourists at Tokyo Disney Resort. Yeah. They're closed uh, to international visitors right now. Uh, the borders of Japan. So uh, they're hoping to open up in June, uh, utilizing rules that would be similar to other G7 nations, which include uh, France, the UK, Canada, and the United States. There were definitely foreign travelers back in in Disney World when we were there. Yes, yes, there were. There's a sweet new honeypot popcorn bucket that's coming on June 9th to Tokyo Disneyland. Unfortunately, I can't get there because their borders have not yet reopened. It's true. They know how to do popcorn buckets. Yeah, this is, I like this one. This is a honeypot. The top of the bucket is uh, like a plastic honey that's overflowing out of the top. Uh, And when you compare this to what we saw for the Skyliner bucket, yeah. This is head and shoulders above the Skyliner bucket. Well, it's nice too because like the it looks like the top is like hinged. It is. And you know, kind of hinges off, but there's plenty of room in there for popcorn. So it's you can a, actually like eat popcorn out of it. It's a functional it is. popcorn bucket. Yeah. Um so they do take their popcorn bucket seriously over there. Um Pooh is reaching into the honey p- bucket. Uh and as Cheryl said, it's going to debut in on June 9th. No word on how many yen this will cost you. <laughs> Uh, live ponies are returning to the Disneyland Railroad in Paris. That's right. They actually drive the train. They do. That's no, amazing. that's not true. Uh, they have five ponies that graze near the train station, and you can see them as the train pulls up. Um, the ponies uh, have been uh, gone for the past few years, um, and live animals and ponies and horses dates back to Disneyland's opening in 1955. Uh, when they actually had um, live animals in uh, Frontierland and other sections of the park. Okay. So, and they still have live animals in the park because they have horses that pull the trolleys. Right, yeah. You know, Walt Disney World has the uh, Tricircle D Ranch where you can go visit the animals. Right. So, uh, nice to see the live ponies return. Of course. All right. Um, 
At Hong Kong Disneyland, they're getting the first ever Frozen Land, and there's some video online that shows the progress of uh, of that construction. That's right. Arendelle construction is progressing beautifully over in Hong Kong Disneyland. Um, mountain is up. The village is up. Um, that's the North Village. Uh, they've already applied the, a layer of fake snow to it. Uh, the parks recently uh, opened over there. Uh, so uh, that should be uh, completed, hopefully, by uh, late this year. Awesome. They're going to get uh, three attractions in there, Frozen Ever After, Wandering Oaken's Sliding Sleighs, which is going to be a roller coaster, and Playhouse in the Woods. Sounds fun. See, all the more reason we need to travel to international parks. Yes, well, when they let us in. And do you know what's still not open? Shanghai Disney? Shanghai Disney. They closed on March 21st, and the only update with them... Is that they are still closed. That sucks. So uh, what do you say we have some entertainment news up now? Yeah, the first teaser trailer and poster have been released for Avatar The Way of Water. That's right. We saw this prior to the showing of Doctor Strange in the uh, multiverse. Uh, multiverse of Madness. And uh, the trailer's out. The new poster is out. Uh, it's going to be hitting theaters on December 16th of 2022, uh, which is only 13 years after the original <laughs> Avatar debuted. Is that all? So uh, just a drop in the bucket. And uh, I think I mentioned, maybe I mentioned it on the podcast. What? I know I mentioned it to you, uh, is that we're going to be getting a new Avatar movie every two years between now and 2028. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. All right. Production began um, today. Nope. Began yesterday, two days ago. Began on May 9th <laughs> on the Ahsoka series for Disney. That's right. Ahsoka Tano uh, is getting her own series called Ahsoka on Disney+. Plus. Uh, and that did start production this week with Rosario Dawson. Okay. So that is, uh, that's kind of exciting. All right. I'm excited. Are you? No. No. Yes, you are. All right. What's this? Is a descendant story? That's right. So the Descendants universe is going to be getting uh, their own expansion with a musical on Disney Plus called The Pocket Watch, which is the working title, uh, and this is going to take place apparently in the same universe as the Descendants. Uh, it's going to follow Red, who is the teenage daughter of Queen of Hearts, and Chloe, who is the daughter of Cinderella and Prince Charming, in order to prevent a a, a coup. Red must join forces with Chloe to travel back in time via White Rabbit's pocket watch to stop an event that would cause grave consequences. So uh, I guess we're getting the, we've got the Marvel Cinematic Universe, we've got the expanded Star Wars Universe, and now we're getting the expanded Descendants Universe. Okay. How exciting. Oh boy. Oh, these are great times we're living in. (laughs) All right. In Disney Cruise news, um, Disney Cruise Line has provided an update on the Lighthouse Point build. That's right, Lighthouse Point, which is being built on the island of Eleuthera. Uh, They did have an update uh, a few weeks ago, and things are progressing. Uh, Looks like uh, completion is expected to be in 2024. Uh, The site plan was approved earlier this year in February. Preparation work at the site has started, uh, and the government of the Bahamas has given Disney the approval to start land work. Uh, so that uh, that is exciting. So some of the main differences here um, is that while Castaway Key uh, celebrates Bahamian culture, 
Uh, it doesn't actually, it doesn't celebrate Bahamian culture. It's an imaginary destination. Um, Lighthouse Point is actually going to be anchored and surrounded uh, in Bahamian culture, uh, and it will reflect cultural practices and traditions uh, that make the Bahamas an amazing place. So exciting news there from Lighthouse Point. Awesome. Um, the CDC has lowered the cruise ship program's vaccination status threshold for passengers. That's right. According to the CDC, the minimum requirement for passengers now uh, to be vaccinated went from 95 to 90%. Oh, boy. Um, so right now, Disney Cruise Line is one of 92 cruise, lines, uh, cruise ships that participate in the CDC COVID-19 program. Uh, and right now, all 92 of the ships are participating at the highly vaccinated level. Uh, and at the highly vaccinated level means that the ships have at least 90% of the passengers and 95% of the crew who are fully vaccinated. But less than 90% of the passengers and 95% of the crew are up to date with their COVID-19 vaccines. Ah. So that means no boosters. They're vaccinated, but no boosters. Is that really helping anymore then? I don't know. Hmm. The CDC thinks it is. Okay. So uh, that's the news. Do you have any, any final words? I do not. All right. So until Friday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast. <laughs>